From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 354 for the week of October 9th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson and Mary Jo Mulata-Willie. In this segment, Nancy continues her in-depth look at shopping at the Disneyland Resort. And we are finally done at Disneyland, heading across the Esplanade. Where are we headed? We are headed to Disney California Adventure. And today we're going to start off solely with the mass bulk of shopping you can achieve there, Buena Vista Street. Yay! Yay! Everybody's favorite place to shop because it's so pretty. I love shopping (laughs) on that street. I just want to sit there and eat a churro. (laughs) Well, you shut up. (laughs) Oh, you gotta come with us. (laughs) What's the name of the churro cart at the end of Buena Vista Street? Willie's Churros? Willie's Churros, yes. I had one of those on Saturday night. There um, you go. Very mm-hmm. really go. makes a fine churro. Well, I just had my. I actually brought home Maurice's pumpkin twist from the park today Ooh. for reading. Which is totally not related to shopping on. Not related on shopping on Buena Vista <laughs> Street, but man, if they had one of those pumpkin twists on Buena Vista Street, I would have been munching it all the way through. All right, okay. so where are we starting? Um. Okay, you guys get to vote for where I start. Do you want me to start as you enter the park, or do you want me to start as you go go do the bulk of your shopping for the day on the way home, <laughs> <laughs> on the way out of the park? Um, let's go diagonally. No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Mary Jo, you start, start on the uh, start on the left. Start on in Oswald's. Start Oswald's. Where? Where where it all started. Oh, yeah, where it all started. So, Oswald's is a cute little gas station. Um, merchandise is featured both inside and outside. And you will find, of course, everything dedicated to Oswald and a few other extra little items. My favorite things here are the um, the men's shirts. There are a f- like bowling shirts and bowling shirts, stuff. t-shirts. They've done a lot of really great creative um, shirt designs for Oswald lately, and I really enjoy that. Um, I mean, that's really the best thing to get here and the most unique thing. They do have some Oswald sketches inside, um, but frankly, that's pretty much the only things to note besides just the little trinkets. But the decor inside the shop is very, very noteworthy. There's a lot of symbolic decor from back in the, you know, back in Oswald's day, so to speak, when Oswald was Walt's original and only creation. Is this a shop that has the radio? Yes. Radio play? Yeah. It has a radio, radio show play. um, playing in the background. So you can kind of listen and hear some of, um, some relevant material. You know, it's always different every time you go in, so that's why I'm kind of hesitating to say, oh, this is what was on when I was in there today. Um, but 
it's a, it's definitely unique and worth going into and worth taking even taking some pictures of of the decor. They they really did a nice job decorating that shop. So Oswald's is our good starter. Now we're going to go to um move on um Oswald's is there and then in the niche in between Oswald's and our first official um big store on Buena Vista Street is um, guest services and first aid. And in fact, that is also where you're going to meet Oswald is right there in that little niche. But our first shop as we go down the street is Five and Dime. Mm. And this is a really fun and great little shop. In fact, when I asked my daughter Lily which shop she liked the most today that was actually on her list as her top shop she kept finding more and more interesting things in um in the they're they're modeling that store after a typical five and dime drug store kind of thing um the store is the decor in that store i think is Fanciful and fabulous at its finest. Ooh, how's that one? That's good. <laughs> well, one of the things I love about it is that everywhere there are hints to the past. One section, for instance, is all um, old soap boxes and old pharmaceuticals. Another section is dishware. Uh, Everything up in the, oh, what do you call those little displays at the top of the, there's an official name to those displays that are at the top of the fixtures. Uh, the, uh. Oh, God, and I worked in retail for years. <laughs> I, this this shop is cool in and out. The exterior windows are full of all kinds of great trivia. Like in, for instance, in the ho- during the holidays, they put boxes of ornaments that everyone has seen in their great grandmother's attic. I mean, it's just got little things here and there. And in the the photos that I'm sure that we have up in the side on Buena Vista Street, just. Don't even compare. Um, all kinds of products, all kinds of different outfits. There's a milliner section, little tins of, you know, faux whatever, um, you know, faux shaving cream and faux styptic powder. And um, there's little suitcases and shoe boxes and, and books. Uh, you know, little signs, smart gifts found here. There's typewriters. You name it. There's And the actual retail Disney merchandise in this shop is just as interesting and varied. You have everything from, um, from the... Your electronics items on one shelf. You know, all your iPhone cases, your... Um, your you know, carrying items, um, anything related to their DTEC line is all in one section. You've got 
current holiday product or current focus feature product on tables when you walk in the door. Right now, it's Halloween items. You've got souvenirs from around the park. They have one whole section that's Route 66, um, car-themed type stuff with street signs and, you know, Disneyland 55 and another section is your 2014 merchandise. You've got um, hats all through. This is going to be one of your primary locations in DCA for embroidered hats. They have an entire thing of like six machines along the wall, along the back wall for embroidery. Um, you have ears galore. In fact, some of the coolest new ears that seem to be popping out right now are, um, some really interesting character ears. There's a whole line of princess ears right now. Um, one of my favorite is the Leota ears. Leota ears. Yes, Leota ears. The ears are actually decorated with the floating instruments, and it's got Leota's eyes oh, cool. and, and hair and stuff as the top of the ears. Um, there's even a generic, really, a really, really cool um, generic steampunk set of ears right now, too, which has, like, a laced-up corsi type thing, and there's keys and coins and clocks and, um, and brown velvet flowers and, and brown sequins in the ears. It just cool imaginative stuff going on right now in the ear creation department. Um... Even new little um, trinkets, there are signs galore. Like I said, there's a whole section on kind of Route 66 car automotive items. You've got air fresheners. You've got those little family stickers. You've got um, stationery. You've got just you name it, there's all kinds of stuff like that. And then in another section, you've got the new trends, like little um, Mickey body part erasers. I love looking in the waiting queue for the cash wrap, because there's always some fun new stuff. They have these new things called pieces of magic, and they're six for $10, and they're like little... Um, charms. You, some of them have holes. You can, uh, loop them through necklaces and hang them from necklaces. Um, there are some that are just little squares. Uh, there's one that's done like an envelope and it has a little Mickey stamp sealing it. There's a Mickey peace sign. Um, little words, characters on all these little things and pieces of magic. It's just designed for you to buy a handful of them, and um, they're like $1.95 each normally. And, um, you know, I think they're designed for you just to grab a handful and, and give them and share the magic. I, You know, little things like that. Another few things that um, I've discovered are... Um, you know, they used to always have those lines of toys where they're the mystery packages... Right. They're starting to get into mystery packages, just like um, Lego minifigs. <laughs> you know, you don't know what's in it. until. And for a long time, they had little figures like that. And now you're starting to see those um, 
around all over the place. So moving next door, our shop next door is called Big Top Toys. And you can access it mm -hmm. um, from an opening within Five and Dime. So that's another nice thing is all of the stores here along both sides of the street have a way for you say it's raining you don't feel like walking out of the park in the rain you can duck into a store and go all the way through to the front or if you want to avoid the flow of people coming into the park when you want to get out of the park you can duck through the stores and go all the way through and i rather really rather enjoy big top toys it's a more compact shop. It's got shorter ceilings. The reason being it's got shorter ceilings is because that shop is actually placed directly under the monorail tracks. But they really make the most of that. For instance, um, part of the store has a faux can um, circus tent canopy down closer to the cash wrap. And that kind of breaks the store in half to say, hey, the cashier's back here. And it also gives that sort of enclosed feeling and makes the what's a small space feel even cozier and more welcoming. Big Top Toys, exactly what it says, all toys, all the time. Um, big source for plush. Big source for Duffy. Princess toys, pillow pets, Toy Story toys, um, cars, to cars, toys, you know, trucks, things like that. Um, you'll find books dedicated to the elementary school and preschool set, as well as um, one of the things I thought was cool was their wall of puzzles, which... What kind of puzzles? All kinds of puzzles. Um... Not only do they have games like um, Michael was talking earlier in our main news show about um, the Disney games that are based on major games like Monopoly and, and Life and stuff like that. They have those games here also. But the puzzles are, um, if you're into that sort of Thomas Kincaid thing, they have some Thomas Kincaid Disney puzzles. They have other Disney oh, nice. puzzles. You're talking they about jigsaw puzzles, Disney then. puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles. Right? Yeah, jigsaw puzzles. And they even have a, what they call a 4D, um, jigsaw puzzle. So it's a map of the parks that, um, has like little buildings, kind of like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a copy of, uh, Candyland where it's got little buildings that pop up. Or, um, any not of those the kinds of game, you know, little kids games where the, you oh, know, the board yeah. opens and it's got buildings and yes. little things. Or, or like the game of life. With yeah, game of life buildings. with the plastic buildings yeah. is, yeah. well, it's a 4D park map. In fact, they have, currently have one of those on display in the kids store, which is the, of Elias and Company, which is the next store down the street. Um, one of the things I saw at Big Top Toys that I thought was interesting, besides the little collect, you know, I talked a second there and never really kind of actually addressed them, was for a long time Disney's been selling these little minifigures in packs and you never know what you're going to get until you open the pack. 
And they could be like park icons or they could be characters and positions and stuff like that. And they have all kinds of different series. They actually have a Disney Star Wars collector's pack. And this is the um, park series number 12. And you get like three characters in each of these packs, which are kind of fun. But above them, they had these new things that I hadn't heard of called tagalongs. And these are, apparently it's a new trend somebody's trying to create, where you, um, there's basically a, a pair of super magnets mounted um, in the character, and then in a little coin-shaped disc. You put the coin-shaped disc under your shirt, on your shoulder, and then you put the character on top of the disc, on top of your shirt. So the character basically sits on your shoulder and rides around with you all day. And it's held magnetically to your shirt. Hmm. That's pretty cool. They're cute. They're very cute. They mm-hmm. have um, Perry, Buzz, uh, Mickey, Minnie, Yoda, you name it, they've got it. Um, in these little tag-along things. And they're fun. I don't much see the purpose. And the first question Lily asked me was, wouldn't they fall off on a ride? I couldn't answer. <laughs> but, you know, that's kids' for. And it was like, let's not try it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing they had now that they're selling is um, eraser packs. And they're three for five dollars, and they're basically collector erasers with different characters printed on them. And there's one eraser in a pack. And you can't necessarily always tell by the shape of the eraser which character it is. <laughs> well, yeah, Chip and Dale both have the same. Yeah. Well, you know. So, um, but they they come in. Um, they come in like a princess pack and they come in a I guess it's a Pixar pack a type pack. Buzz is the symbol on one, Mickey's a symbol on another, and uh, Cinderella's the symbol on it on the third. So each different series, I guess series one is Mickey characters, series whatever this is. So they're up to four series. I only saw three of them. But once again another interesting thing you find at the cash wraps. They're, they also have all kinds of little plastic magnets and things like that at the cash wraps, too, in the little waiting queues. So moving on, we're going to move into the biggest store on the block, Elias & Company, our department store um, from the 1920s. And the Big Top Toys directly connects into the kids' section. And here you're going to find anything you need for your child. Underwear, shoes, um, t-shirts, skirts, shorts, Star Wars Darth Vader bucket helms with Mickey ears built into them. Um, there are a number of toys. This was one of the few places where they actually had, like, planes, fire, and rescue toys, as well as a whole section of clothing devoted to um, planes, fire, and rescue. I love some of the new Star Wars kiosk things. We're actually now seeing official merchandise, too, for Star Wars Rebels, as opposed to Star Wars Clones. Star Wars Rebels is their new XD program, and it actually features Mickey on the T-shirt, 
along with the two main characters. Um, oh, and we just watched the whole Star Wars Rebels one-hour movie yesterday. So anyway, the two, um, the Jedi and the New Apprentice and Yoda and Mickey are all featured on the Star Wars Rebel shirt, which I thought was just cool that they actually had Rebels merchandise out. Right. And then, of course, the controversial you either love them or you hate them uh, fun Star Wars (laughs) t-shirts. You know, the Disneyfication of Star Wars that we so aptly discussed the other podcast or two ago. I'm sure Tom could put a link in my show note. Um, (laughs) There's no way I remember which podcast I was. But uh, they have t-shirts such as, you know, a passel of stormtroopers pointing guns and Chewie pop, Chewie's popped up photobombing. <laughs> Just little stuff like that. Anyway, um, there are princessy things, there are Elsie things, you name it, they have it. You can even get onesies that say, judge me by my size, will you? For cute little ones and and... All your basic. Oh, they even have a wall. Um, this is the place for you to get your Avengers and Marvel t-shirts. So they have a full wall of Marvel t-shirts there, which I was duly impressed by. And they actually looked really nice, too. So from that, you'll see, um, from that location, you're actually going to internally see a big sign on the wall that says, Women's Department. And through those doors, you move into a pink marbled room. Notice I really didn't say a whole lot about the decor in the kids' area. It's not fanciful and fun like Big Top Toys where you have the paintings of the circus performers all through the inside of the room or the nostalgia bits of um, of Five and Dime. Elias and Company takes itself very seriously as a 1928 um, department store. And it has all of these sharp, clean line, Art Deco, Art Nouveau of that type of store. Very, very clean lines. Now, in the kids' area, it's pretty much kids. They do it up like a kids' department store. It's very nice. It's very neat. Yeah. When you move into the women's and men's section, they have a little more license to um, fancify the decoration, if you will. It's not all about the kids at that point. They're catering in decor to... Um, they're really, truly catering in decor to the older customer. So, for instance, you get a few glamorous fixture items. Um, the women's section is very, like I said, it's very Art Deco, Art Nouveau. Very clean, lots of granite, lots of glass, lots of light. Um, they, here's jewelry. Um, special um, Disney collections of clothing uh, throughout the throughout and grouped. So, one, like, one of their big lines right now is the Believe in Magic. So you get all that stuff grouped together. That's That was the summer product line. You've got flip-flops in that area, swimsuits. All that kind of stuff is going to be ranged on its own. Um, here's going to be your source for your Dooney and Burks, your Vera Bradley bags. Um, 
just pretty much those two lines. I really like that store, though. They have some it's really very, nice things in there, and I like how they have it displayed. I do, too. They cram a lot of merchandise on a lot of fixtures. They do. And in a very productive way. Like, they tend to really go with color and trend. Here's where I saw the Christmas shirts that I tweeted about. You know, let's use the ap- apropos holiday, winter holiday shirts. The m- new Mickey Mouse ornament shirt white it's a little bit heavier I love it's a that one. it's really delicate silver um ornaments that one's going to go fast ladies that one is going to go fast um and it's slightly it's a very light sweatshirt that um and in contrast to the slightly heavier black sort of quilted p- fabric of the believe shirt which is uh, mickey ears and the santa hat and and the word believe embroidered out onto it. It's very pretty. I love how they have the um, Mickey hat over the bean believe. Yes. It's very, um, it, it's a very elegant shirt. I really liked that one. Now that's your highest end at like $55. Your lowest end is a thinner shirt um, that has a Minnie Mouse bowed present on it. And that's more of just a thin long sleeve shirt. And that that's the low price end at, at I think, 30 That would be very subtle, Disney, yes. then. Because you have to know that that's Minnie Mouse's yeah. bow. Because there's no other Mickey or Disney or anything else, right? right? On that particular right. shirt, okay. Um, so check my Twitter and Facebook um, for a good picture of that one. Um, you know, you've got all your Minnie Mouse themed clothes here. They have a big women's Frozen section now. They've got a couple really cute new um, Frozen tops. Um, sort of a purple heathered T-shirt, and then a gray with sort of a metallic-y um, turquoise. Um, that says Snow Queen on it. So they're taking advantage of really trying to market to women with, um, to moms with the frozen, um, phone cases and all that focused on display there. So a lot of variety here. This is the place to go to get your good footwear. Mary Jo's absolute <laughs> favorite croc shoes with Mickey Mouse on them are actually right up front this season. <laughs> I love those. Sh- I wear those shoes all the time. They're great. And you can find a bunch mm-hmm. of different shoe styles in here. But if your feet are aching and, and your bacons. Which Crocs, which Crocs styles do they, they have? They have um, a basic Croc style. But these are the canvas on the Croc soles. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, can- it's a slip looking, on canvas I've been canvas looking for shoe. the regular ones and I can't. Hardly, I only, they only have them in one. Yeah, they're very limited on the regular ones now. They're really going more for this uh, um, alternative styling. And actually, these are really nice. If you haven't tried this type of croc, which is more like a, a deck shoe or a loafer, mm-hmm. if you haven't tried that type of croc yet, Tom, you really should because they are super duper comfortable and they don't have it's, that. They're very light. Look. They right. they pass That's the why fashion. I like them. In yeah. passive fashion, sunglasses, um, pajamas. This is the, this, Elias and Company is the store to go to if you have lost your luggage. <laughs> and you can still get in, and you can get into the park. 
I mean, I frankly, I'm not a huge shopping at World of Disney fan. So this is this would definitely be the set of stores I uh, I I would go to. Um should that be the case. Now our we have two more sections to Elias and Company and then we'll cross the street. The menswear department is next. And in our menswear department, you're going to find a lot of actually really nice products. I'm surprised. Um what I found was interesting is the menswear store is heavy on Disneyland stuff. Like not DCA marketed, California Adventure marketed items. Right. And it used to be. Yeah. And I was really surprised. Like there's a Disney, a ride the rails at Disneyland shirt. At least it's Disneyland and not Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Those are the ones that drive me crazy. Yes, very much so. Um, but, it, I mean, great. I, there's some ri- nice new color schemed. Um, oh, in with that Ride the Rails, they've got a par- it partnered with this really nice kind of tropical orange Disneyland shirt. Um, Explore Disneyland. I get, I'm not sure what the name of this new series of artwork is, but they've got some really nice, um, patchwork style flip flops that go with it. And they have, interestingly enough, they had a lot of, uh, water bottle fans marketed on the shelves with the tropical stuff, which I thought was genius. And of course, they're focusing on Oswald, the newest character meet and greet resident of the park. Um, so Oswald's stuff kind of decorated up the center of the store. What I love about the menswear section is it's got that second floor balcony where they have all the mannequins uh-huh. all dressed up, giving you that really yeah. 1920s department store feel because you would, I mean, I even remember in my childhood in the 60s being, you know, fairly young, seeing this these kinds of mannequin displays. But... A lot of hardwoods, a lot of wood paneling on the walls in the men's store. But once again, you'll find all sorts of t-shirts from throughout the park. Oswald's a big focus up front. They usually pick their big focus, put it on the walls up front. And we were talking earlier about how Oswald's has great t-shirt selections. Well, everything you can find at Oswald's for Oswald is right also here at Elias and Company. So you oh, get, nice. Um, That's kind of convenient. Yes. And you get the really great um, Oswald Super Service, um, you know, Oswald's gas station um, T-shirts. You get that really great button-up-the-front Oswald shirt, which my husband never wears, sitting in his closet forever. <laughs> and they really took the liberty of going back to the nostalgia store in this particular wing of... Elias and Company. You know, there's the boxes, you know, like the shirt boxes stacked up in the, in the upper facades or the upper dioramas. Is that what they call them? Dioramas? I gotta Google. Somebody Google. No. Tom, you always like to Google. It's up on the cornice. I know that. But they have, they have beautiful paintings of like men in suits up behind, um, the headers. And just, it's such a neat shop. 
to go into. And in fact, in the, in, at the entry of the shop, they have uh, male and female mannequins in each window and they're all dressed in, you know, suits and ties and, and, you know, fancy twenties clothing. And, you know, right next to them on the mannequins are, you know, your Disney items that go with. But it's it's very subtle. It's almost as if you're going down a, a small town main street that hasn't really changed in a long time. So, I just like how they do that. And it's very classic, very warm lighting for the woods. From here, you can access our final section. And I don't know why this section is, why the women's and men's sections of Elias and Company, frankly, weren't flipped. Because they usually make this final section, and it doesn't really have a name or anything. It's a small rotunda room. Um, Pre-Elias and Company days, it was a candy store. So it was a hard space to work with to begin with. But it's basically hugely girlified, and this is where you're going to find your quote-unquote couture items. So this is the, the section right as you're approaching Hollywood Boulevard. And it's also where they usually put Santa at Christmas time, although I heard a rumor today that Santa may not be coming back to Elias and Company. What? Where? What? I heard a Hollywood. I heard a rumor that he didn't do so. You know, it wasn't as successful for people to visit him there. Um, and I I hope that's not the case because I really personally like that area. But it is kind of girlified. But one of the things I found interesting was they have turned around. And made this not only just the Disney couture for women's side, but there's a higher end look of men's clothing in here now as well. And I'm talking really slick button-ups, high-end looking tees, fedoras, um... Really nice driving caps. I mean, we're talking some slick product. I mean, we've always had men's jewelry and stuff and watches and with the women's here. But this has now become both men's and women's high end. And you can also get some non-Disney women's clothing and men's clothing in here too. So like I said... It strengthens Elias's position as where to go when you've lost your suitcase. They also carry the beautifully Disney items here. And in fact, I heard that there was a new line of beautifully Disney out. And yes, indeed, that is true. I even found some of the special Haunted Mansion beautifully Disney stuff in here. They released a line of, like, eyeshadows and lipsticks and stuff for the Haunted Mansion anniversary. Which I did not see at the Haunted Mansion store. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I, I've always liked this section. This is where you're going to find your Harvey bags. Um, you will not find the Harvey bags in 
the Elias and Company Women's Department. You're going to find them here because those are only at the Couture Boutiques. So keep in mind, little higher end. I personally like some of these t-shirts the best. They're probably more of the ones I have in my wardrobe, as well as... Do you like them better than the ones at Disneyland? Would would you go there more than to one of the Disneyland shops? Well, to buy your these shirts? are the same shirts you're going to find Blouses. in the Fortuosity shop at Disneyland. Okay, which I consider the Disneyland Couture yes. shop. So these are the same things you'll find also at uh, Vault Twenty Eight. So when you, those stores would be somewhat interchangeable. I would consider this to be a little more high-end. Like I said, you aren't going to find your Dooney and Burke here, just like you won't find your Dooney and Burke at Fortuosity. You're going to find your Harvey bags here instead. Right. So, good to know. Um, but like I said, once again, solidifies um, solidifies them in the places to shop when you lose your luggage. So, that finishes the north-south... West, the west, the east, east, east side of Buena Vista Street. So we're going to cross the street at this point, and we're going to work our way back to the gate, which means we're going to work our way straight into Trolley Treats. Woo! Yeah. Sugar heaven, baby. <laughs> no, I love Trolley Treats. Trolley Treats, you've heard us talk on the show numerous times about... Um, how much we love the decor, the rock candy, the big rock candy mountain window, um, with the hidden Mickey, the hidden in, Mickey it. in it, as well as, um, even the train railroad themed windows of the other, the other windows of the shop. You can also look from the exterior of the street into the candy kitchen which is kind of cool too. Or you can go inside the corner entrance and turn right and walk over to the displays there and actually look over the displays into the candy kitchen as well, which I think is pretty cool. And you can also see the back of the backside of big rock candy mountain. Woo. Let's hear it for the backside. Okay. That was my attempt at a backside of water joke. People. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> it's it's going downhill fast. Let me tell you. Well, but but it'll, you'll bring it back up. Faster. Everything yeah. you can get at the candy store at Disneyland, you can get here. No differences, no exceptions. Um, this kitchen, they tend to make a lot of the cake balls. Each one, I. I I think I mentioned it on the on the Disneyland shopping shows, but each one of the candy kitchens has its designated specialty items that it makes. For instance, when they were doing the marshmallows, which I don't think they're making anymore, um, when they were doing all the marshmallows, the marshmallows came out of the Trolley Treats kitchen. Now it seems like all of the um, Maleficent cake balls, the frozen cake, or the cake pops, those the cake pops seem to come out of this kitchen a lot. Just like Marceline's and um, and then the uh, Honey Pot um, kitchen, the the Pooh 
kitchen are the ones that make fit like apples and you know dip fruit and things like that so this kid one of the things i like about this kitchen is some of the fun extras like the little old-fashioned candy machines that are on the wall they don't do anything please don't put money in them yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> you, you look at the, they look really real. Yes, well, they are really real, but, <laughs> yeah, they're not in use. So please don't, please don't. <laughs> but they have so many neat things. Oh, in I know. Um, uh, you name it. You can get your popcorn there. You can get your can pack prepackaged candies there. You can get your fresh packaged candies there. Um, they have, of course, the same exact um, candy cases and apple counter, um, apples, Rice Krispie treats, cake pops, uh, cake on a stick things, moon pie. You know the little sandwich pie things if they make them. The cookies. The what am I missing? Uh, peanut butter cuppy things, uh, cupcakes. They do sell know, the English the toffees. My favorite cupcakes there. Um, yeah, they were making that today over on Main Street in uh, Disneyland. I it's really hard yeah. to resist when they do it, but I did. I was such a good girl. Yeah, such a good girl. Now. This shop blends directly into the Ink and Paint Company. And the Ink and Paint Company, its primary function is housewares, mugs. Pretty much a lot of, that's about it. Housewares and mugs. Decor and Ink and Paint is so cool. On the back wall, you get a lot of, um, a lot of animator sketch tools, artist tools, um, in in and out and mounted around little drawers behind the cash wrap. And above you, it's almost like walking into the old animators inking and coloring studio. They have jars of paint of the colored paints that they would use on the animation cells all lined right up there and mounted on mounted in framework on the walls. And it's I'm a color junkie, and I think that that's just a really cool display. I love color. So, now here, here is where I found the most heinous thing I had ever seen. <laughs> and it was a heinous merchandising crime. And I don't know how some lead didn't see these and go, what the heck? And yet allowed them to be placed on the shelves. What are they? Oh, my God. They are Epcot Spaceship Earth mugs. Oh. What? Yes. How on earth do Epcot Spaceship Earth mugs get sent to a Disney California Adventure Park? Bad show. Bad show. And for them to put them on the shelves and not send them back. I know. What's up with that? I almost tagged Disneyland Today in a tweet on it. I may still do that. Oh, my gosh. I, it, it, it just, I sat there and my jaw just about dropped. Lily picked, Lily found them. She picked one up and, and said, Mom, what's this? 
And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> and they have them on the bottom, but I took pictures. I'm tempted to send a tweet. But they have other things that are really good, right? I do like this new Mickey's Diner coffee, though. They're they're repur um they're rebranding the Mickey's Diner, uh, or the Mickey's Coffee brand, mm -hmm. into a uh, into Mickey's Diner, which I thought was kind of interesting. I took a picture of that too. Blending into this store is Julius Cats and Sons, and. These two stores, they kind of blend kind of blendingly for me. I can't explain it. it. It To me, even though they're separated, they still feel like the same store. Oh, and did I mention that in the, um, in the ink and paint company that uh, you're going to get other dishware, kitchenware, towels. Um, they have a kind of a new cool orange plate design on the shelves in there as well that I thought was kind of neat. It was, it was very, um, it almost looked like maybe it came from animal kingdom. And then I realized, Oh, those are the new adventure plates and the event. It's like they carry that new, um, the new park line, the new adventure land line of dishware, as well as all the new park cup park glasses, which have the different attractions on them. So I think those are a neat set, by the way. Um, but back to Julius Cats and Sons. This is going to be where they're going to have your collectibles now. Um, Julius Cats and Sons, I do like this store. While those two stores kind of blend for me as far as, as location and feature, um, Julius Cats and Sons tries to be a little different. You're, at this point, you're once again getting underneath the monorail track. So the store is lowered down. They've done, done this up with like cozy wallpaper and they've got a great collection of antiques all along the upper areas. So you've got antique radios, antique clocks, all that kind of good stuff. The back section of the store is your picture frames, your um, kind of Jim Shore type items, uh, general collectibles. They even had some Lumiere figurines, which I'm not really sure what's up with that and why he's they're choosing to promote Lumiere right now in the collectibles. But it just sounded, it just seemed very interesting and odd to me. This is, however, one of those places where you can get every single one of the cool pillows that they sell. Have you, you know, when you check into the Disneyland Hotel, they have the A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes pillows that go across right. the beds. Those types of pillows um, can be found here and in this store. So if you like throw pillows, if you like motivational, um, throw pillows, if you like throw pillows that say rest in peace from the Haunted Mansion line, those are right there. They're a little overpriced, but they're a good quality pillow, good quality fabrics, and you get that extra little splash of Disney that you can add to your room. Pins are found here. Um, and they have a full, you know, pin collector's wall. 
On the other side, you're going to get, on the other side wall, you're going to get all of the little ears and shoes and some of the better um, Halloween decor or seasonal decor and specialty decor. One of the cool things I saw here um, was the Haunted Mansion 45th Anniversary throw blanket. And then they had this other really cool throw blanket that was very... 1950s Mickey. I can't quite explain it other than that. It was very Mouseketeer Mickey and very 1955 park opening kind of Mickey. Um, and it, it was a really cool design. I've never, I had never seen anything like that particular blanket anywhere else. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, go to Julius Couts and Sons. And then our last shop on the block is, of course, the Kingswell Camera Shop. And this shop is actually deposited in the back and off to the side from um, the store we were just in, Julius Katz. And it can also be accessed from the front of the park on the very right-hand side through an archway called the Elysian Arcade. And this is where you're going to get all your photo pass stuff. They have some neat things on the wall to look at while you, and in a case to look at while you're waiting, um, to access the photo pass queue or while you're, you know, the photo pass kiosks. That's what I meant with the cast member. So they've got a really neat, um, a really neat kind of case with all kinds of antique photo, black and white photos and then they've got interesting um, bits of actual camera equipment, film reels and things like that um, all on the walls and stuff. So the decor in the, in the Kingswell camera shop is pretty great. During the holiday times you'll actually find someone at a desk here or at a little table here monogramming ornaments so that's one of the places they set that kind of stuff up. Um there will be signs pointing you into the um, the access to the Kingswell Camera Shop. Um, there's one on the street, and then there's one, again, on the wall by the Elysian Arcade entrance. And on the corner outside, which is more of a food service, is Mortimer's. So that's, you know, typically snacks and stuff. So that doesn't really fit in our purview of shopping, shopping. So that pretty <laughs> much... Are your uh, is your options for Buena Vista Street? There aren't really any street vendors, you know, or street vendor kiosks, uh, merchandising kiosks anywhere up and down Buena Vista Street. So, pretty much everything you're going to shop is in the stores. It's a great break from the uh, heat. We had a much pleasurable time this afternoon, taking a break from those heavy ninety some odd degree temperatures inside these. Uh, these shops and had a lot of fun doing it. Oh, cool thing though. Another thing I noticed on the exterior of the shops, some of the shops are right. designed to look like they have resonances above them. They actually had oh. some of those windows propped open as if people were actually residing on a hot summer day. First time I'd ever seen that in action. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was really That's quirky. Cool. So that was a first time thing for me. So there. Another thing I like about those shops is that um, one of the cast members had said that there's a hidden Mickey in every one of them, someplace. 
And and you and I have gone through looking for hidden Mickeys, and yeah. we've, we've found quite a few, but there's still a couple of shops I haven't been able to find those hidden Mickeys. Well, you know, and... But they're up in the... Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. I would say, like, up in the cornice areas. Yeah. That's where a lot of them will be. You know, this is certainly the place where if you're an art and architecture buff... You're going to want to go up and down the street. I Heck, I even once upon a time took pictures of all the light fixtures. I And I've never written the blog. But just to do a blog showing all of the different light fixture styles they used in Buena Vista Street And in alone. some of those... It's crazy. And some of those... Right. And some of those stores have different light fixtures in the same store. Yes. Which is, which is so cool. It's, it is literally a restoration hardware geek's... Dream. Yeah, whoever designed that must have had so much fun. Well, and isn't this the street that um, they used to run a video on the design back in the Blue Sky Cellar where they said that they gave a whole bunch of designers, um, they said, design a building, and each one of them... Each one of them had their own design, building yeah. and their own art style, and they just put them together just like that so that they had that creative free-form um, independence from each other right. and stuff. So it's a, a, I feel like shopping Disneyland is something you do. I feel like it's a treat to shop in Buena Vista Street. Because they took such care in the feel of the shopping environment that it really makes it something special. So, there you go. That's Buena Vista Street. If I bored Excellent. you with all the little minutes, go. See for yourself. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to because it's such a neat, a neat street to go shopping. So. There we go. So, I think next uh, our next direction is going to be um, Hollywood Boulevard and Bugs Land and Cars Land. Excellent. Yay. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Mary Jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.